Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 125 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Gosh, we're just clipping along here, having a wonderful time. We are gathering incredible leaders from all over the world, and we are focusing on personal and leadership development. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject that I believe is paramount to the success of your leadership potential. We're talking about your mindset and how it really matters. Let's do it right now. Well, it's great to have you with us on the program today. And again, we are talking about your mindset. And on this program, we often deal with beliefs, how they're formed. We, we talk about how your internal hard drive contains a lifetime of inputs and experiences that govern your behavior. Literally, as a man thinketh, so is he. It really is true that people act in accordance with the truth as they believe it to be, whether it's the truth or not. By that I mean whatever you believe at a heart level about any area of life, you're going to process life, make decisions, make choices, act out based on your belief systems. And that is why when we talk about leadership and becoming a leader of influence, a change agent, a major player in the space where you live, it's imperative that we talk about mindset because the way you think determines the way that you lead. So how do my core beliefs affect the way that I dream, for example? How do my my deep-rooted belief systems impact the way that I plan or the way that I administrate or the way I manage projects or the way that I lead people, the way that I administer influence in the sphere that I am called to serve? My mindset affects all of those things. Now, on another program someday, we're going to talk about the differences between a manager and a leader. But I will tell you that there are a, there's a finite little line that is the mindset where you could tip one direction or the other in the way you lead a person or the way you administer your gift, administer your talent, skills, abilities, and it has to do with your thinking. It has to do with your mindset. So today, what I'd like to do is look at some of these questions and dive a little deeper into how a leader thinks. What are some of the prevailing mindsets of successful, high-influence leaders? I want to talk to you today about this subject And I'm going to suggest to you on the front end here, in fact, I'm going to just tell you, I really believe that your mindset matters. 
Well, in every area of your life, you are impacted by the internal dialogue that goes on in your heart of hearts. And you hear me on this program talk about the soul of man and the various components, the mind, the will, the emotions, the memories, the belief systems. All of these pieces are a part of that soul area. And there's not any area that's unaffected by your belief systems. In fact, your money, your your financial state is the product of your beliefs. Your relationships, the product of your beliefs. Your effectiveness in the workplace, in the marketplace, or in your business that you own, whatever level you've arrived at there, is a product of and the fruit of your underlying belief systems because those beliefs form both the foundation and they also create the ceiling within which those parameters you will live out your life. Some examples. Just let me give you some examples. A victim mindset produces, quite honestly, a very hopeless individual because a victim A person who has a victim mindset sees everything through the glasses or the prism of everyone's out to get me. They did it to me again. Look what happened to me. I can never get a break. And that's a a mindset that actually produces results that are quite limiting. It's hopeless, really. As long as you possess that mindset, you're stuck in the... (laughs) The world that is the victim world. Another one, a poverty mindset. This one just gets me. Now, I I will tell you, I do not presently have a net worth that represents what I believe is possible for my life. But I know that my present net worth is a result of my belief systems and the things I was taught as a kid, the things I learned along the way through example and through models through maybe some of the things that were said to me about my own worth, my own value. But whether you acquire a poverty mindset through generational uh, ideologies, or maybe you acquired it through something that happened to you personally, or maybe it was a Maybe it's a thing that just has to do with your point of origination, where you what part of the world you come from, what neighborhood you grew up in the people you had around you as a child. But however you adopted a poverty mindset, understand this, a poverty mindset literally repels opportunity. It pushes back possibility. A poverty mindset constantly sabotages an individual's ability to attract success or to attract wealth. That's a powerful one. And it is affecting so many people. How about this one? A controlling mindset. It's the, I'm going to get you before you get me. I'm going to make sure that I keep such tight parameters and such a heavy-handed management thing on you so that I I don't get injured or wounded or hurt or I'm not disappointed. I'm going to control my environment so much so that uh, I, I just make sure that everything is under control. Well, that mindset produces a rigid environment where empowerment 
and achievement are not only discouraged, but frankly, they're squashed completely. What about a performance orientation mindset? And we've talked about performance orientation here before, but when a person has a mindset that I have to perform, I've got to I've got to make sure that I do something extraordinary. I've got to make sure that I hit the ball out of the park. If I if I'm in the little league, I've got to go to the the plate and I've got to make a hit every time. I can't strike out because my value, my worth is based on my performance. We've talked about that in recent episodes. Well, that mindset causes a leader to always be performing and doing for the approval of other people rather than building his or her life by design and on purpose. Furthermore, it really affects the the leader's ability to lead because if a leader is consumed with performance orientation, the leader is not concerned about those that he or she is leading. He or she is more concerned about how others see them. Well, as it relates to leadership, your mindset not only governs personal outcomes, but it impacts the lives of everyone you touch. It's not just about, well, you know, it's my mindset, it's my belief, and it's, it's you know, I can, I can do my job without it, it affecting anybody else. No, I'm going to tell you something. Wherever you are living out your leadership, wherever it is, whether it's in the home, in your marriage, relationship with your children, the church that you attend and serve maybe in some capacity, the job that you're on if you are an employee, the business that you own, the people that you lead, the organization that you serve, whatever it is, wherever it is you're living out your leadership, how you think will produce certain results. And those results, whether good or bad, will trickle down and affect those that you serve. Ronald Reagan talked about the trickle-down economic idea. Well, I'm talking about trickle-down thinking. Your thinking produces results and consequences that affect more people than just yourself. So what this means is you and I must become keenly aware of this spillover effect. We need to, we need to have a consciousness that every decision we make, every choice we make, every word we speak, those things coming out of our heart, of course, those things can have a major impact in the lives of those that we touch. So let me bottom line this part for you. My attitude, my mindset, not only has ramifications in my own world, but that mindset is far-reaching. And it's going to touch the people that I touch in my world, but it's probably going to even go beyond that. It's probably going to extend generationally. I want you to think about that. The mindset that I am living out in all of these various areas of my life likely will be passed on generationally to my children, to my constituents, to my employees, to those that follow me and look to me for leadership. Because I am not only emulating what I have seen, I am duplicating who I am. And so if I don't check my mindset, then I'm going to actually multiply and duplicate or replicate those things in the next generation of leadership. 
Now, I could spend the rest of this episode looking at various mindsets that may be negative or detrimental or not as positive or uplifting, and we really could talk about many of those. But here's how I'd rather spend the rest of our time in this particular show today. I want to share with you some qualities and attitudes that I believe you will always find in a leader's mindset. In fact, there are 10 that I'm going to share with you today, and there's many, many, many others. But I want to share with you right now 10 specific attitudes or qualities that I believe we can aspire to, that I believe we can adopt in our own life, that I believe we can pursue, even if it means squeezing out some of the old, negative, detrimental, self-defeating mindsets we have carried to this point in our life. Ten attitudes or qualities I believe you'll always find in a leader's mindset. Here they are. Number one, vision. Vision. What do you mean by that? It's not just that the leader has vision. Every, listen, every person has vision. It just The question is not can they see, it's what are they looking at. A leader does not allow the past to determine their future, or the future of the organization. So last quarter, our earnings report was down. So what? Am I going to allow that negative piece of history to determine where I focus my aim and my target and my goals in this coming quarter? No, of course not. You see, the leader doesn't look at the past and allow that to dictate the tomorrow's but he or she sees what is possible and conveys that vision to those that are following. That's just incredibly important. Number two, the second quality or characteristic that I, I believe the mindset of every leader contains is the mindset of personal growth. Listen, as a leader, you cannot take someone where you yourself have not been. I know we lead people on journeys into unknown territories, but at least in your mind's eye, you have to have been one or two steps ahead so that you can help someone else navigate the way. So what that means is a leader has a mindset to grow. I I can't just require growth from those who are working for me or following me or serving in this organization, I have to grow me. So I I say that a leader possesses a desire to grow intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, and they have a desire and a commitment within their own hearts to grow their influence. If I were preaching a sermon today, I would draw my text from where the Bible talks about expanding your territory because every great leader desires to push the boundaries back to where they can lead a a more prolific piece of territory. So personal growth, it begins with you. A leader is committed to a lifetime of learning. The third quality or 
attitude that I see in leaders is this. The we, not me, mindset. We, W-E, not me, M-E, mindset. Effective leaders understand that the individuals they're leading have tremendous value. In fact, that leader's focus really is more on the value and the competencies and the greatness in others than it is him or herself. You see, it's really not about the leader, but rather it's about the vision, the company, the mission, the goal, the objectives, the growth of not only the organization, but to the individuals who make up the organization. It's about their success. It's about seeing them do well. This we, not me mindset shows itself in this way that the leader effectively minds the talents, the skills, the gifts, the abilities of the collective. That leader looks at what's available right there in those incredible human resources and works that field, minds that, develops that, nurtures that, grows that, encourages that, and by doing so leads the group to a tremendous realization, and that is the realization of their individual and their corporate potential. This we, not me mindset looks like this. <laughs> the leader shines the big light on his team. That's right. That's what leadership looks like. The fourth characteristic or quality of the mindset of a great leader is ownership. Ownership. This is important. We live in a world where so many people are quick to blame their circumstance, their neighbor, their mom, their dad, their brother, their dog. It's always someone else's fault as to why I didn't reach the goal or didn't hit the mark or maybe I failed. It's never, it's never me. It's someone else. But this ownership mindset causes the leader to take accountability, the leader to take responsibility. This leader never blames others or passes the buck. It's, it's just, okay, it's, it's, I'll take ownership. It's me. That is leadership. That is the mindset of a great leader. The fifth quality that I see in the mindset of a leader is innovation. A leader always challenges the status quo. A leader literally lives and thinks outside the box. They, matter of fact, I tell people all the time, I can't even spell the word box. This leader finds ways to solve problems even when those solutions are uncommon, unheard of, or even unconventional. and Maybe to some, unacceptable. 
Uh, we're, you see, a leader's mindset, an effective leader's mindset, is one that says, we want good results, therefore we will not be limited to old ways. Innovation, new thinking, new ideas, a willingness to entertain ideas that have never been tested or tried before. The sixth attitude or quality that you find in a leader's mindset is investment. And I'm not talking about investing money in a mutual fund or a 401k or a 403b or a or an annuity or any of those types of things. I'm talking about investing in people. A leader's mindset is this. I want to invest in the development, the progress, the growth, and the success of others. I'm going to take of my resources. And by the way, think about the word investment. Investment means I'm going to take money that I have in my hand, in the financial metaphor, money that I have in my hand, and I'm going to invest it in something that inherently has risk. In other words, whether you invest, and some some investments are better than others. Some investments have higher risk. Some investments have lower risk. Think about it. But all investments, maybe I shouldn't say all, but very few investments really guarantee growth or success in the end. But a leader is willing to invest in people. He trains, he mentors, he coaches, he pours into, he develops, he serves, he loves, he affirms, always looking for opportunities to take from his own wealth, his own resource, his own essence, and take what he has and invest it in somebody else. That is a mindset that many great leaders have. The seventh attitude or characteristic that I see in a leader's mindset is empowerment. Empowerment. Stephen Covey said many years ago, in his book, Principle-Centered Leadership, that there are only two kinds of leaders in the world. There are leaders who empower, and there are leaders who control. He went on to say there's only one difference between these two kinds of leaders. He said the leader that empowers chooses to trust people and invest in them. The leader who controls is motivated out of fear and doesn't trust anyone. Therefore, he holds all of his cards very close to the chest. The mindset of empowerment causes an effective leader to promote and empower his employees, his constituents, his followers, so that they can perform better so that they can achieve maximum results, so that they can become everything that they can be. Another way a leader empowers is that he or she creates a platform for others to stand on. We, we're, we talk a lot in this world about platform building. 
But what does it mean when somebody builds a platform for you? They make space for you, for you to shine, for you to do your your deal, for you to make your contribution. They step aside. They give you the microphone. And I don't mean literally, but metaphorically. They say, I've been singing. I've been performing. I, I can do this deal, but I want, I, want to, I want the world to see you. And they empower others to do what they were created to do. You see, a leader with a, a really healthy mindset is not threatened by the success of those who follow him. A leader loves to see his followers or his students or his subjects or his whatever you want to call it empowered and showing up and shining in this life, as my great friend Kent Julian would say. The seventh quality or characteristic you see in a leader's mindset is patience. You see, a leader understands the law of the seed. You prepare the ground, you plant the seed, you tend the garden or the the field, you wait for rain, and then there's this substantial amount of time that must elapse before the next phase, which is harvest, where the fruit of your labor actually begins to show up in your life. A leader understands that it takes time. It's not some flash-in-the-pan deal. It's not some get-rich-overnight. It's not some, I'm going to pour into this person and I want to see results tomorrow. No, it just takes time. And a leader has a mindset of patience because they understand the law of the seed. You know, it takes a day or two to produce a weed, but it takes years to grow a tree that will produce fruit and shade for generations to come. When my dad passed away in 1999, some of my friends and even some of the people that were following me in my leadership role, they all pitched in together and they purchased a tree, a memorial tree. And they paid for it to be delivered to my home and planted in my front yard and my home office, I literally can pull the shades up and I can look right outside my window and just maybe 15, 20 feet from where I sit is a burr oak tree. And when they gave me this tree now some 16 years ago, 17 years ago, the tree looked like a little twig. It was maybe three, four feet tall, five feet tall, maybe. Uh, It was no bigger around than my index finger had just a couple of scraggly little tiny limbs peeling off of it, and it looked didn't look like much. But today, it looks like 35, maybe 40 feet tall. The base of the tree is probably now 12 inches around the trunk. And every year, it produces tremendous, beautiful leaves and foliage and and shade to my front yard. But it took 17 years for it to grow to that point. A leader's mindset is one of patience, understanding that good things take time. 
The ninth quality or attitude that I see in a leader's mindset is the mindset of abundance. Abundance. Great leaders always see the glass as half full. They genuinely believe that where there's vision, if I've got vision, the resources, they're going to come. A leader that has an abundance mindset, they expect to prosper. They expect to do well. They expect their organizations to do well. They don't have a problem. They don't, they're not hung up on this, this money thing. They know that money is simply a servant. It's a tool. It's a resource that allows them to produce results in life and to create and to touch people. A leader refuses to be intimidated by a low balance in their bank account. But they simply continue to innovate and to create and they act on faith until the resource shows up. It's an abundance mentality. It's not a poverty mentality. It's not a lack mentality. It's it's a there's always enough and I believe that I can tap into it. It's an attitude. It's a mindset that great leaders possess. The tenth attitude or quality of a leader's mindset is leading by example. You know, a great leader is not just a a wonderful speaker or a very effective manager or someone who has a great business mind. Not just a person who is running around telling everybody what to do and when to do it and how to do it. That's not leadership. That's a manager, by the way. Great leaders lead by example. A leader that has this mindset, they're not only willing to get in the trenches with you, but they'll probably be in the trenches before you are. They don't mind getting their hands dirty. If the building is burning, they're going to be the first ones in the door. They're not going to stand back just giving the orders for everybody else to go in. They're going to to lead by example. They're going to do the deal and show you how to do it. They're going to exemplify leadership, courage, faith, confidence, progress, vision. They're They're going to show you what it looks like. That's leadership. That's leadership. The mindset matters. How you think really matters. The core systems that are the framework from which you produce results in your life, that is your beliefs. They matter. They matter in life. They matter in your leadership. Vision, personal growth. We, not me, ownership, innovation, investment, empowerment, patience, abundance, and leading by example. These are attitudes, mindsets, belief systems that drive an effective leader. I really know in my heart of hearts that you're that kind of a leader. Your beliefs matter. Your mindset matters.
Well, you can find the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 125. 125. There's a lot there. I want you to go back and take a look at that and think about it. I also want to remind you that if you have not already done so, be sure to subscribe to our weekly email updates. Right now, we're offering you access to a brand new course, The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living. Phenomenal, phenomenal five-video course about these cornerstones and how you can establish them in your own life. And I want to offer that to you as a free gift. And if you know someone who hasn't accessed it yet, please be sure to tell them about it. BrianHolmes.com, top right-hand corner of the homepage. You'll find that there. And you can subscribe today. And we're going to send you periodic emails and let you know the, the blog posts, the quotes, the podcast, the Monday Mastery episodes, everything we're doing here. We simply want to keep you in the loop so that you are growing in your leadership, growing in your life, and producing greater results because you are that leader. Share this episode, if you will, with your friends on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. Let someone know that the Strategic Leader Podcast is a blessing in your life and is making an impact in your personal development. Uh, That's how we get the word out is when you share it with someone. Well, I want to wrap this up today with a few questions to leave you with. Number one, what beliefs do you presently hold that may be limiting your leadership? What beliefs do you hold right now that what mindsets do you have that may be keeping you from being the effective leader you have the capacity of being? Number two, are there areas in your thinking that need to change for you to become more effective in every area of your life? Are you bound by a poverty mindset, by a controlling mindset. I mean, all the things we talked about today, are there things that you can see that are fruiting your life that are obviously rooted in thinking or belief systems that need to be examined and addressed? If there are, I want to ask you, I want to challenge you to take a long, hard look at those. Look at the fruit of your life. Look at the fruit of your leadership in the role that you're in. Examine it closely. Is it time to till up some hard ground and do some work? so that you can establish a new way of thinking? Well, if it is, do the deal. Do the work. Be the leader that God has called you to be. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.